If a week is a long time in politics, then a year is a blooming long time in wrestling. And I went with my friend Dave, hello Dave, to see Future Shock Wrestling, which we have seen many times. And I remember seeing Future Shock probably 20 years ago, in the early days, you know, the early days when there were no cars on the road, that sort of thing. And we haven't seen Future Shocker. We've seen it many times, but I don't think we've seen it for about a year or so. So we went to see it on Sunday night. It, it's in Stockport, which is an urban conurbation just outside Manchester, close to where I live. It's, it's at the Masonic Hall, which if you're American or Canadian, you probably won't know what that is. But if you're British, you will. And um, they hadn't changed the picture of the Queen to uh, King Charles. I wanted to know whether they were going to do that or not, and they, they haven't. Or maybe they've got a picture of, of Charles on the back and they just flip it around. I don't know. Anyway, it's often at the, um, the this Stockport venue. It, it was packed. And it's a family show. And people tend to come back and back and back and really enjoy it. And so do I. However... Things have changed. There were three titles on the line of this evening show. Sunday evening, it will be the day of rest, but not for these wrestlers, no. And each of those titles, the women's title, tag team titles, and the heavyweight title, are in the possession of other people. I remember the wrestling dad, Damon Lee, was the, the champion when we last saw it. Now that's not the case. It's somebody else entirely. Things have really changed, and there's quite a lot of wrestlers who I expected to see who weren't there at all. I don't know whether they've they're no longer with the organisation, or whether they're or whether they're just taking a rest on that evening. I don't know, but I'll tell you what: the ones who were there were blooming good, and I was very pleased to see that they had a video screen, quite small, but a video screen at one corner, the far corner of the room. And they were showing us what happened last year to the tune because it was because um, it's Future Shock Wrestling of Gillen's Future Shock. If tomorrow was the day before, we think it is. Are we doing what we done before? I I mean, I thought I recognised this tune. Turned to Dave and said, "It's Gillen's Future Shock, isn't it?" And it was. And what they've also got, of course, is the video bits for when they when the, the wrestlers come out so you can see who they are and what their video bits look like I can't think of the other any other word and, and in a way I can't be bothered so yes let me take you through the matches I mean the thing about about future shock on this night was that the heels were just marvelous so allow me to give you some information around that first of all we've got Jinnah who is I mean, he's, he's kind of, he's supposed to be a demon, I think. He's long and lean, he's, he's, he's masked, and he's got little devil horns, and, and I, I, think, I think he's got a pentagram on his, on his trousers, and I think, I think he's supposed to be a kind of devil, demon thing, versus Nate Reese. Now, Nate Reese looks old school. In fact, he looks so old school, he's a combination of lots of old school Brit wrestlers, mainly wrestlers like Brian Glover. Now, you may know him, you may not, but if you if you haven't if you haven't seen him, go to YouTube and put Brian Glover in or Leon Harris. 
because he played that character for quite some time until the until the real Leon Harris turned up and he had to change his name back to Brian Glover. <laughs> I put that in YouTube and it's great Brit wrestling. And the thing about Nate Reese is the crowd dislike him. He jaws at the crowd and even kicks the rope in frustration and anger. It's wonderful. Great wrestling tropes. And he can wrestle as well. And so can Jinnah, who the crowd really like. There's good arm work from both, you know, arm manipulation and all that. He pulls, does Nate Reese, pulls Jinnah back by his mask. It's very nice. The work is fast. There's joint manipulation. There's a lovely Nate Reese snap, a suplex, and a back rake. He didn't really go for it, but I mean, it, it was good to see though. Then a standing reverse moonsault, or was it a shooting star elbow drop from Jinnah, which is lovely. And he's, he's, as I say, he's long and lean, so it looks really good, the extension. But you know, Nate Reese makes more of an impact in a way, because he's so loud and he won't stop talking. There's a bit like me, really. Jinnah gets an elbow drop and a standing moonsault for a two count. And there's a float over neck breaker for him. Back of the head kick is very nice for a long two count. And then a nice super kick for that Jinnah pin. But Nate Reese was allowed to stay in the ring and pick up the booze and cheers from me and from Dave. And um, great. He will be something a bit special because he, he checks back to the past. And people like me who are elderly love that. Nice. Now, out comes Jack Critchlow, who he interrupts the um, the chat, you know, from the from the the I suppose the segment man really sounds like a terrible superhero. Segment man <laughs> sounds awful, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, he's doing the introduction, you know, to the matches. Out comes Jack. He's now Jack is from Liverpool. He is what some people would call a scouser, and. Um, that seems to be a problem for the Manchester crowd. Not for me, but for the Manchester crowd. Um, my friend Dave is from Liverpool. My wife is from Liverpool. So, you know, I, I thought that Jack Critchlow did very well there. Outcome, the team that used to be called Synergy, two big blokes, they've changed their name and they're back. Myself and Dave didn't like them to when they were Synergy. We're still not quite sure, particularly as they're now called Meatwagon meat wagon and the crowd shout meat meat oh for goodness sake remember meat remember meat was he was he called sean stasiak in um, in wwf remember that meat wasn't he wasn't he managed by um by terry runnels marlena well, he was wasn't he anyway they're, they're, they're chanting meat and um the match is on inevitably so the thing about uh, Meat Wagon, that of course they're going to win, but they've got a bit of a comedy thing going on, really. Um, there's some good action here. There's a double team, um, act, double team action, should I say, and a spear from Critchlow. Uh, his partner, McCall, gets in and gets out very quickly. <laughs> like that. They um, Both members of Meat Wagon throw them back in as a double slam. And then um, Critchlow and McCullough were called FTM, that's their tag team name, get a sort of total elimination, which I like to see for a two count. McCullough makes sure that Meatwagon don't tag, I like that as well. And then when they get in, there's a hot tag, there's a jackhammer for a long two count. And then you've got, um, 
got Critchlow being thro- being thrown onto um, his mate, but also some staffers of, of um, a future shop, which I like. I like it a lot of that. I like it a lot. There's a double face buster for a 2.999. And then um, McCall misses a 450 splash. And there's a sort of Steiner finish, you know, on the on the shoulders and elbow, you know, forearm to the back of the head, all of that. It looked okay, but we're not sure. And maybe somebody can tell me why Meatwagon are so good. Not convinced. I am convinced, however, with C.P. Riley, who has a small cup, and I thought it was a bit of a laugh, but it's not. He won the Future Shock trophy last year, and that's the said trophy. Really good, actually. He really loves his small cup. It's not a rumour. He has a small cup. So, I mean, he is the genius. Uh, He's not Lanny Poffo. He's much, much more long and lean than that. And he's fighting Dr. Proctor. Right. Not Dr. Proctologist. That's somebody else entirely. Don't be asking for that if you go into the wrestling. Okay. So, he's got a white coat and a a stethoscope. I don't know if he is a doctor, but... The medicine he doled out here wasn't as good as C.P. Riley's, I have to say. Having said that, the crowd loved him. Early on, in fact, right at the beginning, C.P. Riley just looks at Proctor and says, hold your horses. I think that is just great. Just stops him in his tracks. Yeah, I like that. But of course, Proctor puts him down because he's a big dude, Is Proctor. He's broad and a, a big guy. As I say, Riley is more long and lean. And then hits an arm drag slam. Yas. Riley comes off the rope, um, off the top rope and to the floor. He um, he cranks the arm by doing that, which is great. I like that a lot. He holds on, you see, as he jumps over the top. There's a good flying clothesline from Riley, which looked good because he is so long and lean. And then a headlock. And he wants somebody, one of the staffers, to bring his cup in his eyeline so he could what so he can look at it. Then he says to Dr. Proctor, this could have been yours, but you weren't good enough. That's great. I love all this stuff. One of the great things about going to wrestling that you hear all this. Love it. There's a nice spinning kick and a suplex from C.P. Riley, And then a, a sort of run into the corner and either either Dr. Proctor missed the, the nipple twist or he, he hit a sort of quick nerve hold to the space just above the nipples. It was a bit weird. I don't quite know what it is. I don't know. I mean, I'd need a commentator to tell me, really. It didn't look that good, but I'll tell you what did look good. His nice black hole slam. Very nice for a long two count. Now, uh, Riley rolls out after a back suplex, and here comes Nate. He's pulling double duty, and I love to see it. You know, remember Nate? Nate Reese. Out he is. And he's, uh, he wants to cause a little bit of trouble. He, he has a go. He's side slammed by Dr. Proctor, but that allows C.P. Riley, who has been dumped out, of course to go under the ring, because of course he's the genius, comes up behind him, hits a spear and a choke for the win. And that was great. And CP, I predict big things for this gentleman. Very nice. Now, there are big things actually for Harley Hudson. Seen her work before, she's from Liverpool. Crowd hater, they love to hate her though. Bit like Lana Austin. Love to hate her. She's got fantastic crowd interaction and she is facing the tag team champion, Leah Raven. Harley is announced as hot and not bothered. Love it. Hot and not bothered. That's just brilliant. There's good mat work early on. Harley says, I'll give you that. Shake my hand. 
and Leah Raven won't. She said, no, shake my hand, but she won't. So, Harley Hudson gives her joint manipulation. She then has a, there's a long, a long time when she, she, she seems to have hurt her shoulder. The ref is going to see her, crowd are quiet, um, and then she's playing possum, and she smacks her, of course, to the outside, nasty leg drop on the apron, and um, she really feeds into the crowd booze. I love it. Great spine buster from her too. Raven's back with a flying clothesline uh, and a sweet backstabber. There is a guillotine from Raven as well, but Harley fights that and gets some punches in. Raven's not perturbed by that. Hits a leg drop off the top, and then there is a lovely Harley Hudson gory bomb style stretch, which is just great. She hits a, a, a chop and won't stop that trash talking. I love it. Her discus punchline for a long two count is great. Raven comes up with a fame asser, but Harley gets to the ropes, hits a spinning neck breaker. And to do this, she has to, because the move was clearly, Raven gets her foot on the ropes. Harley Hudson had to kind of move Raven a little bit to get her closer to the ropes. I mean, it's good ring awareness and I spotted it, but I don't think some did. Anyway, out comes Raven with an outside in face buster for the pin and Harley's not going to get the title. Why? Because Raven goes, comes back, hugs her. Harley didn't seem to like it, smiles a bit. It's her last appearance here. Out comes Sam Bailey. I think it was Sam. Just to say, you're going to TNA. That's fantastic news. That Harley Hudson should have her brilliant work rewarded by going to TNA. That is superb. It's her last match with Future Shock. She gets some flowers. She blubs. It's just great. And the crowd lover, I think her work is great and much, much deserved that. Right. Next, we've got Act Two. Benjamin Harland and, and Nudson. <laughs> Nudson. He's called Joe Nudson. Uh, they're, the, um, they're the challengers versus Northwest Saviors, Max Brooker and Rizman Khan. Rizman Khan. He's the champs, by the way. Rizman Khan has a superb smiley heel persona i've seen him before in a future shock ring love what he did then love what he did here and this was rather good it's the kind of will act to be able to to overcome these nefarious the nefarious tag team champs who are one of whom is a lot bigger than both of them you know so crowder into act two of course and early on, there's a nice Harland flying back elbow. Double team elbows and drop kick from Act 2. No one seems to mind if they're doing the double teaming, but they will when Northwest Saviour's great name get in there. See, Northwest is the area we're in, Northwest of England, you see. So, there is um, a chaos-assisted um, elbow drop, really. You know, is that kind of lots of stuff going on. And um, then a choke from, um, from Max Brooker and a good, a good double teaming. Rizman's in with a great suplex, a sweet one actually, a headlock and a really good connection with the crowd. You know, he knows some people who are there all the time. He's been joined with them before. He locks eyes with them. He's smiling all over his face. It is great. He has such an arrogance. Nudson comes back with a nice sweet drop kick. One leg for each. Oh yes, he gets both of them. And I mean, they really sell the hot tag to, um, to Nudson, you know, with Benjamin Harland. Really well done. There is a Harland forearm um, off the uh, second rope, an Emishinoku driver, which is broken up. 
a tiger driver from Nudson, another kick out. Then Harlan comes back, uh, kicks out of an assisted neck breaker. But you've got a Rizman Khan spine buster. He can't follow up because everyone's so tired by this time. Brooker hits a back suplex on the apron. It breaks down a little. There is a pin for the champs with a power bomb and a muscled up, muscled up into a neck breaker. A power bomb muscled up into a neck breaker. That's a great finishing maneuver. And I loved it. Next, we have the Stockport success. I mean, the crowd love him. I've never really been sure. Dave hasn't either. It's Chris Egan. I mean, he's he's really popular and he's got a really good contact with the crowd, but he is fighting Chris Ridgway, who you will know from All Japan and you will know from other wrestling promotions. He's part of Northwest Strong and he's quite uncompromising. Isn't he the gentleman? Early on, you've got Ridgway's I mean, his, his ring smarts are too good for Chris Egan. Too smart. And I'm shouting ring smarts all the time. Because generally, the people around me are, are all cheering for the faces. And myself and Dave are cheering generally for the heels. Because I like them more in Future Shock. Now, Ridgeway ties up the leg and bridges back. It's beautiful. Into a single leg. Huge kick for a long two count. Too close Chris Egan roll-ups. He tries it. Gets a super kick and a nice back suplex for a two count. But actually, Ridgeway's bound to win. I, I, sus- I, I knew he would. Great kicks to the front and the back of the, of the, to the back of the chest and all of that. And then a lovely brain buster for the pin. It happened quite suddenly, actually. And the crowd were a bit down. Not me, though, because I really like Chris Ridgeway. I like Chris Egan as well, but I just not as much as others do. OK, here's your main event. The now unmasked Kid Lycos, who has, he's got that kind of fresh-faced, good-looking Leaf Garrett type look. Remember Leaf Garrett? You'd need to be my age to know that. Yeah, you'd need to be, because that's the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, when skateboards came back. Not that kind of baggy-panted skateboard thing, tight, tight shorts skateboard type thing, where you fell off and really your leg was a complete load of chopped meat. All of that. Anyway, he is facing the champion, Joe Blazer. Now, the crowd are into Joe Blazer, but not as much as I might have thought. I have not seen Joe Blazer before. I've not seen him in a Future Shock ring, so I don't know how he came up. Maybe someone from Future Shock can tell me, because he's appeared seemingly from nowhere. I didn't even know he existed 12 months ago, and now he's the champion. It must have been a meteoric rise. And generally, what Joe does is one that kind of, come on, that sort of thing, quite a lot. It is a really good match. Kid Lycos does, he's, he's got a good comedy feel to him. And he does the kind of, I kiss your feet, all that kind of stuff, I'm sorry, all that kind of thing. Um, by the way, Joe Blazer's got a couple of big party poppers. And a very 80s look, he's got one of those, um, he's, got, he's got sunglasses with the red lights on that shine, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the two party poppers, yeah, they match each other early on. You've got, um, oh, it's a very nice moment when Kid Like Us goes for an eye poke and uh, Blazer turns it on him. That's lovely. It's good fun, actually. Standing shooting star press from Lycos, because Lycos has put a shift in. You know, really has. A lovely bow and arrow. Really nice to see. I always love to see that. But Blazer is back with a flying forearm, a twisting neck breaker, an aeroplane plane spin one way, and then the return flight the other. Then he pauses for the crowd, goes up to the top, 
Lycos has got plenty of time to roll away. Why didn't you just hit that move? Rather than, mind you, you, you do need to, to go to the crowd, don't you? The crowd do like him. Anyway, there is a sort of package side slam from Lycos for a long two count. But Blazer comes back with a long two count of his own after a leg drop off the top. Nice high knee from Lycos. Good drop kick. Three, count them, three side suplexes. He loves to do that, does Lycos. He's tried it before in the match. Only got the two. Now he's got the three. That means five. I have a mathematics qualification. Not a very good one, but there you go. But Blazer's back with a sweet super kick. And then a super kick of Lycos' own for a bit longer. The 2.999 recurring. However, Blazer gets the counter cutter for the three count. The pin, and here comes CP Riley. I told you I saw big things in his future. They're, they're high on him at Future Shock, and quite right. He comes in to cause some trouble, gets the brain buster from Lycos, because of course that's the move he wants to do. He called it out several times and never hits it in the match. Gets it on CP Riley, and they leave. Do Blazer and Lycos with mutual admiration. I thought that uh, I need to see Joe Blazer a few more times to really know if I think he's a fantastic champion. He didn't impress me hugely on Sunday, but maybe there's something I'm missing. And I'm willing to, to try again because I need to see Future Shock a lot more often. It's always great. I always have a good time. It's always a family, really unassuming, lovely night out for the crowd. And the crowd are usually great. Everyone's included. It's lovely. Great wrestling here as well. New people I hadn't seen before. That's that's the basis of new people, Steve. Yes, it's a bit of tautology. I understand that. Great matches. Some really, really good heels. Nate Reese, I want to see a lot more of him. I want to see an awful lot more of C.P. Riley And also Jack Critchlow, to be honest. And I also think that it would be great to see Rizman Khan as well. And you can also see Harley Hudson in TNA very soon. Isn't that great? Future Shock got it going on. Ta-ta.